Good afternoon, Mike Haggerty here again with another edition of Health Bites um, coming from the Consiglio Wellness Center and hopefully sharing a bit of information, advice that uh, might be useful to you in your journey of health and wellness. I'm solo today. Uh, my partner, Sherry, wasn't able to get on the call, so I'm going to tackle this one by myself. Uh, we'll try to keep it short and sweet, but I would love to give you an update on something that has kind of been on my mind and on my radar here in the last several weeks. And that being what it is, uh, taking a look at what food is actually used for and how maybe we could take a um, uh, sort of an in-depth look at what food represents. And it's interesting that depending upon what level that you look at food and what it represents to us as an indiv individual and even societies, um, it does make a difference. Um, certainly, there are different layers, different levels of, of food. Uh, we look at um, food as a number one, probably as subsistence, just being able to survive. And oftentimes, that's what uh, in, in impoverished countries, you know, we've sent food and we've received foods um, in our country at times to help people just survive. And, and at that point, uh, almost anything from a caloric standpoint is necessary to keep people alive. There's a really good book that was written um, a while back called The China Study. And actually it took a look at the United States and us supplying foods, uh, primarily milk and dairy products to China. And at a subsistence level, it certainly provided that and it, and it kept people alive. However, there were some other issues and complications that came with that since it was sort of an unnatural food to that society. Uh, so again, at a subsistence, subsistence level, that, that's big, you know, to be able to have enough food just to get by, to survive. Um, and uh, so that's one, layer, one level, I guess. Sort of the second level that comes into mind is food as it represents energy. And uh, as we break it down in that form, then we're talking about the macros, we're talking about the proteins, we're talking about the carbohydrates, we're talking about the fats and how that actually relates. And uh, certainly almost all athletes now are being schooled on, you know, what fuel sources are the best? Uh, is it carbohydrates? Uh, certainly glucose and glycogen as it's stored in the body and used as fuel, that's a big thing. And uh, and then we also talk about the ketogenic diet and what that represents and the ability of the body to actually utilize and burn fats as fuel as a secondary fuel source. Uh, very powerful in the way of weight loss when used uh, efficiently. So certainly um, that's one another layer of food and how it represents. And even for a normal person, how we manage our macro count can be huge in regards to longevity, and health and wellness and fitness um, in that track. But then I, the, the, the area that I really wanted to tap into just very quickly is another very different area, and that is food being used at a higher level for information. Uh, food also signals information in our genetics. And uh, there's a whole line of study that goes beyond just genetics, and that would be epigenetics. And that's where food is actually turning on uh, genes in the body, and it could turn on favorable genes, and it could also turn on negative genes in the body in the forms of disease and cancer, etc. So the intake of certain foods sends different messages to our genetic code, and uh, 
so we think of that it's not it's a little bit higher level of processing i i believe um there's a really good book in that re, in that regard uh by dr kate shanahan actually dr kate shanahan um is a nutritional expert she lives in california she's a she's a doctor uh, she wrote a book called deep nutrition not too long ago and she's had a couple other books come out recently but uh, the, the book Deep Nutrition really gets into the idea of us and how we're sending this information to our body through our food sources and how it turns on or turns off certain genes. Uh, interestingly enough, it's not just our genes, but uh, even our children's genes and our children's children's genes. So it's really important to understand that, that uh, food is serving as a messenger of information and processing that way. Um, so again, I think, uh, you know, maybe if nothing else, I would always challenge you to explore uh, different uh, information sources. Uh, like I mentioned, Dr. Kate Shanahan, uh, a very good source. Uh, she's got, again, a, a new book out called uh, uh, The Fat Burn Fix, which is also a really good book as well. But then uh, from my perspective, too, I think it's good to look at different forms of information and maybe dial into a podcast now and then. So I'm going to challenge everybody to do that. You know, pick up a book, pick up uh, your, your phone and listen to a podcast in regards to nutrition and how it actually affects the body. So keeping it short and sweet, I'm going to sign off. But um, if you've got anything that you'd like to hear from uh, the buildings, uh, any of the school districts that we represent in the consortium, please give me a shout out at my email at um, mhaggerty at bssd.net. <clears throat> Love to get to uh, have a conversation in regards to anything that uh, you'd like to bring up as a topic on Health Bites. So until next time, take care, everybody. I'll talk to you soon.